guys. This is pretty, burning pretty good from uh, the workout. So, welcome to the Bergman Cave. I'm right here with my man Jeff Shansky. How you doing, sir? I'm great, man. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Wanted to just have a two-man show here, talking about some some of the workouts that we're doing, kind of building off what we you know talked about before. Yeah. And I had posted on our on our page about the dirty dozens. And again, it's just me making up shit. But it was a really cool way of building off of a program that we talked about and building off of what do we want to do as far as results. Yeah. So you created it. I created it. And what, what's what's the objective? The objective is to get as much pump as I can because I'm knowing I'm going to be taking a week off hmm. yeah. to where it's going to maybe a little bit heavier duty than what I would normally do. Mm-hmm. Again, for a two-week sprint. Knowing that I'm going to take a week off, allow my body to heal, to rest, you know, to do a fast Freddy recovery week. Yeah. That's um, a good question. Now, let me ask you that. How, how often do you take full weeks off in a year from working out? Probably twice a year. Okay. Usually around the holidays mm-hmm. and then sometime in the summer for vacation. Probably should do more. Um, but I'm just thinking about that as we kind of talk and we build on this. Maybe there's a, you might have a better suggestion of that. I think it's um, all, it's a great question. It's all individual because it depends on how hard you go. Mm-hmm. So a lot of power lifters will go three weeks hard and then do it what they call a deload. Okay. And where it's you're still going through the workout, but it's extremely light. So you're still doing the same exercises, but you're just going through the motions basically. Right. And so it depends on how you feel, mm-hmm. really. I don't think there's a perfect answer for it. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it works for you. So that seems like that's a good answer it, for you. Yeah, it does because it's something that's different. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, defeating the whole purpose today. You know, I'm drinking my Bud Light here while we're talking, but balance, um, balance, it's balance. It's light, so we're good. Right. But to explain, like I told uh, everybody on the uh, on the Facebook page, I was kind of kind of walk through that. So we've talked about the programs, we've talked about goals, these actual. Workouts. So what what I did the dirty dozens again, just something I came up with because, like you said, there's no wrong answer as long as you're doing something. It's basically everything you do is 12 reps, mm-hmm. and that's the dirty dozen. So I've already done it two different two different ways. Excuse me. Last week, I did the circuits or the supersets where I did four exercises. I grouped them together, and then 12 reps, 30 second rest, 12 reps, 30 second rest, 12 reps. And, and, and what I did was incline bench for 12, uh, hammer curls for 12, um, body squat, body squats, excuse me, for 12. And then I did um, side shoulder side shoulder raises, excuse me, um, where there were one and a half reps. Yeah, so when you say one and a half. One and a half. So what I would about. do, and obviously no one can see this, but I'll show you this, is I would go up halfway, mm-hmm. go down, and then go up a full way. And I that see. was one rep. Okay. So that was the half. So one, Yeah. you know. And, then, and two, and I would do twelve of those. No, I did. I actually, I even bumped down to fifteens for that last set because it was really killing my left side. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't giving up the reps. So, and then, so I did that as a superset. I did four sets, you know. And then I, uh, I moved on to a second um, four set exercise, and I coupled it with a with a cardio to kind of make it a five. But I did uh, lat rows, fi- uh, front shoulder raises. Tricep pushdowns, like on that machine, uh, rear shoulders, where you kind of like work the back yeah, of your shoulders. Parts or, uh, yeah, almost like a, re- the, yeah, like a reverse, um, yeah, like the reverse chest. Mm-hmm. And then I did um, um, jumping jacks. Okay. So it was kind of like kind of, yeah, kind of a cardio. And I did that. Now today, 
I did similar exercises, but I only did them one at a time. Did bench press, but I did 12 reps, 30 second rest, 12 reps of bench press. Mm-hmm. I didn't circuit. I just did one exercise each time, but still went through an entire body. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's what I mean by the dirty so dozens. Full, bo- the, full body, 12 reps. Right. Mm-hmm. The dirty dozens is just focusing on a dozen reps per exercise. Gotcha. It's worked out pretty well. Don't know what anybody else would think about that. I mean, you know, your thoughts on something like that. Again, not necessarily it's a good or bad idea, but again, it's just something that's different. Yeah, yeah. I think that whatever your objective is, if you can accomplish it through mm-hmm. that, then it's a success. So if you're trying to keep your heart rate up, hit all the body parts equally, then I think that's something that works. And really, if your goal is body recomposition mm-hmm. when you think about it people talk about fat loss they talk about muscle sure. build really i think what everyone wants is body recomposition because what's it matter if you're 200 pounds or 220 pounds or 170 pounds if you look the way you want to look mm-hmm. so right that's true when it comes down to it if that's your goal and you're, you're mm-hmm. following a workout that accomplishes your goal then there's no good or bad mm-hmm. just a general perspective you're saving time Mm -hmm. and that's something i hear about all the time nobody has the time to commit hours upon hours a week to work out so how do you do that you circuit train um you superset Mm -hmm. and so whether you're doing a full body or whether you're doing like an upper lower you can still superset yeah so you can do a chest press and a back row together no rest then rest you know, and then go through those exercises, do, you know, two to three hard sets. Right. Um, you could do a, a squat with a, you know, like a stiff-legged deadlift, mm-hmm. back-to-back, same thing. Sure. So you can always pair what really I would say is the most effective would be like antagonists is what they call So the opposite pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So your front and your back, right? Sure. If you're going to do chest, do back. If you're going to do... Your quads do hamstrings together. Um, not yeah. to say you can do, you can't do like two chests. You can. It's just, a, but it's the program and it's the totality of it, right? So, yeah. the way I always look at a program is, what are you going to accomplish in a week cycle, and then kind of work your way back from there. Sure. So, if you're going to hit chest with ten sets in a week, mm-hmm. how do you break it up? Are you going to break it? You're going to do chest all in one day, or are you going to break it up into two or three days? Right. That there's different ways to do it. But at the end of the week, it's the same thing with nutrition. At the end of the week, look at the totality. Don't look at one day Which versus... One day, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like I did. I mean, you heard when I said I, I, I had a focus on shoulders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of made up an injury. I called it office shoulder. My left shoulder, I think, from leaning on my chair. Oh, yeah. And ironically, I'm looking... And I'm driving, I'm leaning on my door, my left arm. So my, so when I did that initial dirty dozens, I did like four shoulder exercises. Yeah, it's... it's because I was just trying to loosen thing. it up. I mean, yeah. I know it's all lightweight, just trying to loosen it up a little bit. Because that's what I think it's almost like it's jammed mm-hmm. from like leaning on it a little bit. That kind of hurts still right now. Yeah, there's definitely... So part of probably every single week that, that I work out, face pulls and band pull-aparts always part of the mm-hmm. warm-up and it's i'll warm up with very lightweight to no weight but band pull-aparts like a light band mm-hmm. and face pulls with 
you know, a band or um, if you're at the gym, like a pulley mm-hmm. uh, with like the rope handle, uh, that that's excellent for posture okay. and really keeping your shoulder health well. I mean, there's a couple others too that come to mind, but those are really key and, and you can do those multiple times a week just to keep strengthening the shoulders yeah. and, and the upper back. Ooh, yeah, it's, yeah. Like I said, I, you know, I, I, I agree with you too. I like doing the pool exercise, like the backs. But I also like if you're doing a heavy, well, not heavy like in weight, but like a really concentrated on a shoulders or a chest or like a arms and one of them supersets, one of those sets incorporating as some type of like a little cardio, whether it's running in place or jumping jacks or body squats. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool way to let that upper body rest. Mm-hmm. Whether you put that at the end of a four exercise superset, giving you giving your arms or chest like a little bit extra time to rest, but you're still moving because you're squatting mm-hmm. or because you're doing jumping jacks. And it, it really works well. And, you know, the key is is the sleeveless hoodies. Yeah. I mean, you can't do it without it. <laughs> can't do it without it, man. Everyone, no, that's kind of like my trademark now at the gym. Mm-hmm. It's the sleeveless hoodies. Um, I like them, man. They make you sweat. You know, I well, it keeps you what gets you warm. Yeah, and, and that that's really key. I don't think anyone realizes that you have to warm up before mm-hmm. a workout. Really, for any type of workout, especially weights, it's the name. Warm up. Mm-hmm. You need to to warm yourself up. That's why, especially if, if if you're over forty and you're working out first thing in the morning, you're just getting out of bed. You're you're not warm. You need to work. You really need to warm up then. Yes, I do. But get up at five thirty just to leave my house at six thirty. Right. Jeez. So, so you really need to warm up. That's all part of. And wearing a hoodie, or especially in you know, I guess at this point, even though it's 70, 80, 90 degrees out, it helps to speed that process up. I like it. I used to think those were the dumbest things in the world until my daughters got me one for Christmas, and I wore it doing the home workouts. Like, I'll throw it on. Why not? Yeah. Everything else was dirty. <laughs> like this is actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yada yada yada. What five later? <laughs> three of the sweatshirts, and I got those two T-shirts. Nice. Um, damn, Rock just takes all my money. I'm telling you right now. This guy has some really good stuff. So, mm-hmm. so anything that you do, or do you have like a go-to workout? Is it you know like is it superset related, or do you still do like you know like the whole dual you know back and buys, chest and tries, or whatever two bar- two parts you put together? What is a go-to workout for you, like a foundational workout? Well, I, what I will say is I try to hit every body part six to ten times of intense sets, not including warm-up sets, per week. So I love incline chest press for chest. Um, if I had to pick one, dumbbell, incline chest press. As far as quads, I love the hack squat mm-hmm. because... Not to get too technical, but if you use a, a band, and I'll do this at the gym, where you hook a band up to it so that when you're in the bottom position, mm-hmm. it's easier on your knees. Okay. You can build your legs big time by using a hack squat. You don't have to barbell squat. You don't have to, I mean, really, that's my go-to from a quad perspective. And then stiff-legged deadlifts from a hamstring perspective with dumbbells just a lot easier mm-hmm. to get the right form and easier on your back um, as far as back I love um, incline bench rows so you lay face down on the bench mm-hmm. and you row and that and yeah. for me that's a lot better than standing uh, especially like a barbell row 
that's that's a little rough on your back. Yeah, it is. I, I do very light on that too. I, that's a really good thing for me to superset, mm-hmm. but I might do a 45-pound dumbbell because I don't want to have – it's because it gets about the reps. And that's mm-hmm. also I can feel it turning your wrist a little bit so you can kind of get like a bicep pull a little bit on it too. And it, I, I like that exercise a lot, but doing it very lightly. Yeah. So arm position is important on those, and you can alter it to really get different um, – target different muscles so that's that's a good one um for arms hammer curls are really my go-to for anything biceps and then more like a bar that's not a barbell a dumbbell skull crusher if you know what those yep. are when you're laying on a bench but it's ex- you use very lightweight mm-hmm. and you go very slow yeah cause you have to control it mm-hmm. yeah. and you go behind your head you don't go to your head it's it's easier on your elbows mm-hmm. um but dumbbells make it a lot better from a placement standpoint. I used to have elbow issues. I used to have shoulder issues. You know what's actually one? It's also you speak about the dumbbells. It's actually kind of um, underrated. I don't know if you anybody's ever done it, or I've, I haven't seen too many people do it. But I saw it. I think on an Arnold video. I'm like, well, I believe him. I'm going to do it. You know how you do tricep pushdowns on the cables? Yeah. Well, put a bench there, and then you lay down, and then you just pull it down to you, and it's like a curl. Yeah. That's so it is kind of like a skull, like a skull crusher. It's kind of like the same motion as your the dumbbell skull crushers, except you're pulling the weight to you. Yeah. Because you have to control it, or else you're going to smack yourself in the forehead. And obviously, you have to control it up, or you're going to just mm-hmm. and, do, and whether it's that bended curl bar or mm-hmm. a straight bar, or even doing with the rope, and it's almost like a like how you know you, I see people do the rope from the bottom. Yeah. Except now you're just bringing it down yeah i love using the rope yeah and it's a really cool workout like if you're laying down and you're just pulling it down to you because you again have no choice but to control it on the way up Mm -hmm. just a good way to try to get the you know the guns or the beach body look or something like as much as we can but and you can use bands at home with a rope attachment Mm -hmm. for pretty cheap on amazon you don't have to even go to the gym to be able to do these type of workouts so I think for anyone listening, you don't have to be at the gym to do this stuff. No. You, you can do it at home and have a, a lot of uh, good effect. Those those uh, resistance bands are some of the best things I've purchased, you know, especially yeah. during the COVID thing. So yeah, um, but yeah, I appreciate. It. So it sounds yeah. like it's not necessarily like a workout. It's just you have go to work, work I, workout exercises that you'll just combine however you want to combine them for that day. Well, I, I have my go to workouts, and I have a coach that programs them in. So he takes my feedback and understands what works for me. Sure. And he will program those. And so I'll switch my workouts every say five to seven weeks. I'll Mm -hmm. do about the same thing from five to seven. Like right now I'm doing more of a full body. Mm -hmm. Um, Most of the time I'll do an upper lower. And so I'll have an upper where it's back, shoulders, arms, chest, and then I'll have a lower day where I'll do, you know, the hack squats with uh, some kind of hamstrings. Um, But it's always, one one thing I will say that's helped me, especially as you get older, is instead of starting with the heavier exercises like squats or bench press first, you do it later in the workout. Mm -hmm. You do um, more of like a hamstring curl or a leg curl at the beginning. Um, you start mm-hmm. off with dumbbells. You start off with push-ups, things like that on an upper day, and then you work your way into it because you're already warmed up. Sure. In, on top of doing the warm-up, then you do the lighter exercises 
single joint versus multi-joint. And that helps with injury, that helps um, with making sure that you're safe. Yeah. And I think that's important. Better to, to live the fight another day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, get, especially when, spot, when somebody spots you, you got one more. No, I don't. I got more exercises I got to do. I don't All got right. one more, you know All what right. I mean? So, so maybe those extra text messages or something like you had a good idea or something. Go, forgot to, <laughs> <laughs> forgot to just lower the damn volume. But, so yeah, it's great, man. I think I'm hoping our listeners can, you know, take a couple of these exercises that we spoke about. And maybe it's a Dirty Dozens workout. Or, you know what? Take that concept. Maybe it's 10 reps. Maybe it's 20 reps. Or like Fast Freddy does, maybe it's 80 reps per set. Yeah. That animal. Yeah, so I'm, um, I'm working on I'm working on a, an at-home program. You can obviously do the gym. But the concept is, here's the body part, and here's the different workouts. Here's the mm-hmm. different exercises you can use for that body part. Right. So then you can construct your own workout, whether you're at, the ho- at your home, at the gym. But I think giving people flexibility and understanding that if you want to hit upper chest do this here's three exercises if you want to hit you know your lats here's three exercises do these hit these 10 body parts every week and do x number of sets per body part and here's five to seven different exercises for them and then you go through and you can construct it based on your goal that's that's what i'm working on now sure and it's something you offer some clients to come on with you as well when you're helping them do some some exercises as well you'll kind of Find out what works for them and kind of just hammer out what you just described there as well, right? Oh, absolutely. It's all customized and it's based on level of experience. It's mm-hmm. based on age. It's based on goal. Um, it, obviously, it's based on whether you're at your house, what you sure. have at your house or at the gym mm-hmm. and whether you're both. Like right now, I split my workouts between home and gym. Sure. Just depends on what, what day it is. So there's always flexibility and that's something that this week... For some reason, I've had a lot of conversations on, which is don't let perfect get in the way of better. So if you have 20 minutes, we'll figure out how to get 20 minutes in because it's better than zero. You know, you don't have to spend an hour. You don't even have to spend 40 minutes, really. You can even split it up into, you know, 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes after work or whatever. There's definitely ways to get it done where you don't have to follow the same blueprint that everyone else follows. 100%, because even the days that I'm not going to the gym, you know, down here in, you know, in the man cave, I'll take 20 minutes and go walk over, and I'll just do some very light band workouts mm-hmm. on my shoulders or some arms or just do some push-ups. Mm-hmm. But it's like 10 minutes of something. Yeah. To where I might be doing something every day, but when I'm doing that 10 minutes, that's still kind of an off day. You're just kind of keeping yourself loose, keeping yourself warmed up, if you will. Oh, yeah. And um, it does, it does mention that, too, because... I started doing 100 band pull-aparts a day. Mm-hmm. I just keep it by my desk, and I'll do 20 at a time, 15, whatever, but I just get to 100 every day, and it's helping my posture. It's funny yeah. you mentioned that like, with your shoulders, right. it, it really helps. And, but the, that damn chair right over there, right? Right? I'm telling you, just lean on that thing. Yeah, it's great. So, yeah, but like I said, it's, again, 100% up to you. You know, as long as you're doing something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of people, I think, kind of get that uh, paralysis by analysis when they try and do a workout because they're trying to do a perfect workout. Mm-hmm. Just get in and start doing something. You know, if you're doing a superset that makes no damn sense to you on paper, it's probably good because you're just keeping yourself moving. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is, you know, you're doing a bench press, uh, calf raises, jumping jacks, and curls as a superset. 
a surface that makes no damn sense, but that's a, it's it's okay to do that because you're keeping yourself moving. Yeah. You know, the calf raises is kind of like a quasi rest of, in that little example. But putting yourself four and five exercises together, a half hour goes by before you know it, total body workout. Or you've really, you know, hammered home a specific body part or two if you want to concentrate those. And it's it's fun because every workout is different. Whether you're talking about a five or seven week cycle or switch it up, or you're talking about every day, mm. it's something different. Or then you cycle, then you don't cycle. So with those specific exercises that we talked about, man, you can just it's almost like putting them all in a bowl and just picking ten of them out a day and just doing them. Who knows what they are? And you adjust. You know, I, I have I have one particular client that when he first came to me was very. Um, he was very concerned that he would get bored. Right. And we are now on, I want to say, week nine of the same program mm-hmm. because he's not bored. He's just changing the intensity. He's tracking his workouts. He knows that if he did 50-pound dumbbells last week, he's going to try for 10 reps. He's going to try either to get 11 reps this week or he's going to try to go to 55 pounds this week. He's, he, he's, he's tracking everything. He, he's keeping it fresh. Because that's what works for him. Mm-hmm. When he thought, "Oh, I'm going to need to change my workout every two, three weeks," but that's not the case. Once you find what works for you, and yeah. you're, you know, if your goal is not to enter a powerlifting contest or a bodybuilding contest, and you just want to feel good and you know look better, yeah, then if it works for you, that's all that matters. Correct, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's get in there and do something. Be safe. Right? Be yeah. safe, first and foremost, and have fun with it. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing. So as we get out of here for today, for this episode, is go in, do what's right for you. and Kind of create your own workout. Yeah, I'm always happy to help. Um, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. It's all Jeff Shansky, S-H-A-N-S-K-Y. Or you can email me at jeff.shansky.wellness at gmail.com. Talk to this man. Just don't mention Pit Panthers when you do, or else he'll probably make you puke in your workout. But everybody stay safe. Have great workouts. And if you have any questions, um, hit us up on the Berg Man Cave Facebook page or hit Jeff up with the information he just provided you. So until next time, cheers and curls for the girls. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, man.